As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Oh, Derek, we traveled. We are in a new environment, but I'm excited. So uh, we'll start with introductions and titles if such things do exist, and then we'll dive into all things you. You want to introduce yourself to the peeps? I'm Jennifer O'Neill. I'm one of the owners here at uh, Buffalo Filmworks. So, I mean, the first thing that we have to talk about, because it's literally right behind you, A Quiet Place 2, cast and, cast and crew, you have everybody's signature up there. First, explain what Buffalo Filmworks is, and then we'll get into kind of like what projects you've worked on. Uh, Buffalo Filmworks is probably the largest movie studio currently in the state of New York. Um, we're just finishing building the one of the largest sound stages in the world. One of the top five largest sound stages is going to be 80,000 square feet. It should be completely done probably around July or so. We've been working on it for about two and a half years now, so we're just... Uh, a certified soundstage based upon the New York State qualification. You have to shoot on a certified soundstage to be able to qualify for the New York State uh, film tax credit. Mm. And yeah, people come here and they, they film their movies and then they go home. What, what, is a, what does it mean to be a certified soundstage? Uh, you basic, it's, it's basically just registering with the, with the oh, state. Okay. Um, all the stages have soundproofing and there's certain requirements that need to be done to qualify into the program. Sure. How did you get started with this? Because, I mean, we were talking before we hit record. You, you're not, like, a camera person. So how did you get started with this business? We had purchased the property back in 2016 and had the whole entire place rented out. The film commissioner, Tim Clark, started um, bringing people by when the first purge was here, asking us if he could rent space. So the first purge was here, and so was Adventures of Wolf Boy. So we rented space to the Adventures of Wolf Boy. They had a store props. And the first purge had needed to do an emergency reshoot, and they needed a place to shoot. So they ended up shooting here, and then we became friends with some of the directors mm. and people on that film that told us we should turn this into a soundstage. So we basically looked up what a soundstage was. <laughs> and then kind of went from there. And then a movie that just came out recently called Bashira came to town, and we made the commitment to build one stage. So we built the one stage for Bashira. Then we did another small movie called Catch the Fair One that's on Amazon Prime right now. And then uh, Paramount came to town with John Krasinski and they asked us to do XYZ and we did it. So we built stage two. Then we started to build out our third stage. We started during COVID when everything else was shut down. We started working on that. And our third stage is how we landed uh, Paranormal Activity mm. next to Kin that's streaming on Paramount Plus. They needed a stage that had height, and our stage three is about 54 feet to the truss line. So they needed to build a tower in there. If you saw the movie, there is a scene where the actress goes down. There's like a tunnel beneath the church, and she goes down this tunnel into this cave, this underground lair. And they built 
the tunnel in stage three, they dropped the actress down into the cave, which was in stage one. Oh, wow. That's insane. Wow. Okay. So it was basically just a domino effect of, of requests from others, and you guys just never said no. Correct. We just kept going. As long as the, you know, the people were coming to town, we just kept building. And how did you initially first get into this? Like you personally? I think the film commissioner knocked on the door here, asking if we had space to rent, or someone did. Yeah. Someone came knocking on the door and asked if we had some industrial warehouse space to rent because they needed to store the props while they were doing the editing. And it kind of um, spiraled from there. Interesting. So when when somebody asks you to build a stage, what does that what does that mean? Like you just how is the the warehouse that everything's built in, or are you guys actually the ones building the props and all that stuff? We don't build the props. That's all built by the union. There's the um, set construction. You know, there's one union that paint that paints the sets. There's one union that paints like the props. Hmm. And the the set construction comes in and they they build everything. So we just provide them with the clear span space to build what they need. Okay. That, that's so fascinating. I, I think that in Buffalo, we've never been thought of as a place that has movies. Like California, it's too cold here. There's snow is too much. We, we can't do a movie here. And then once, were you guys involved with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at all? No, we weren't around back then. Okay, you weren't around back then. Because that was kind of, I think, the start of when Buffalo was like, okay, something's coming here. And then after that, things kind of started snowballing. Is that the time frame? Is that right? Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they just shot on location here because there was no qualified soundstage back then. So even if films came and shot on location, they still had to leave and go back to a soundstage. Gotcha, okay. So now that we built Buffalo Filmworks, they're able to shoot, the, um, they're able to shoot projects from start to finish here now. That's that, crazy. That's a massive shift because Bruce Almighty and, and Teenage Mutant, when we would see the shots and I'm like, oh, that's a 33 or that's the Skyway, obviously, because we all understand the Buffalo skyline. And then you hear about how they didn't actually have to do it here. And then it's kind of like a kick in the groin because you're like, well, that's sad because we're trying to like get out how great Buffalo is. And then all of a sudden you realize that it's stuff like that, which most people don't even understand what that means. So now with, you know, A Quiet Place 2 and uh, the more recent Bradley Cooper movie, um, same thing. It's like we, we can literally just stay here and do the entire production from start to finish, which is a massive revenue boost. And we see it on local news, but a lot of our audience isn't necessarily local. So they're not hearing or seeing this massive resurgence for film in the city like we are now as locals. But can you speak to that and how much of an impact it's having on the area and what it actually means for the, the city? Yeah, it's having a huge impact on the area. All these productions that come into town... Um they, the amount of people that they hire, even on the smaller budget films, there was a film here the other year, it was about a $2 million budget, it, it resulted in 90 hires. In 2021, there was over 900 jobs created in Buffalo in the film industry, so that's all high paying union wages that make a difference in people's, mm-hmm. make differences in people's lives where they can go and buy a house where before they couldn't. And now they have this steady stream of work, they don't have to leave and go to LA and New York and other places, they can go back home to their families at night, which before, before A Quiet Place, the crew base here was very, very small. And now the, we have enough crew to staff a whole entire film with all local hires. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it's grown exponentially ever, ever since A Quiet Place has come to town. I think a lot of people didn't know about it, too. Didn't mm-hmm. know about you know the different types of unions that, there, that are available and all the different types of jobs that are required. I mean, every person you see on set, on, on, a, on a movie screen, there's probably 20 people behind that person, there's someone dressing the person, someone doing the lights, someone doing the props, someone painting the props, someone in charge of catering, you know, an assistant to the assistant. It just, it, it creates so many jobs, especially for local communities. So that's, you know, high paying salary jobs for these people that didn't exist before and that are now existing when these productions come to town. I think that's super fascinating because you, a lot of people don't get to see the behind the scenes of how movies are filmed. The most recently, Alan Richardson from Jack Reacher, he started posting a lot on, on his Instagram of like him taking a picture of the camera filming him and then everybody behind it. And it's opened up a lot of people's eyes as to what there's a lot of people that work on this. And it's crazy that you can do that now with just Buffalo people. There, there's a lot of highly talented people that work on these productions and they work 16, 18 hour days. It's, it's unbelievable how hard they all work. They're 
I, I don't know if I could do it. Either they're shooting at 3 o'clock in the morning, they finish up at 9, and then they have a call time again shortly after that. They go back home and sleep, and then they come back. Mm-hmm. Um, they have certain schedule rules they have to abide by for like the unions and how many hours they can work, but they, they're very, very hardworking people, and they're very, very talented and skilled people in the trades that they do. I mean, they make... If you saw the... What was the radio station in a quiet place? Mm-hmm. That was all built in our studio. And it's all plastic. That's crazy. The layer that Cillian Murphy lived in, which so when they were running, they shot that through Buffalo HVAC, but then the layer where he climbed into the pipe, that was all built in our studio. Mm-hmm. The um, the farmhouse, the basement where it flooded, that was built in the studio and they, they basically built the pool. And the basement to the house where John Krasinski had um, all the news clippings and everything. And also the, the tower where Millicent sent up the tower and sent off the fire signals, that was all built in the studio, all in the stages. It's so crazy how, do you watch movies the same now? Every time I watch a movie now, I try to figure out how much it costs to make it. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing the budget. Yeah, the, the aspects that aren't filmed here though, like he filmed a lot in Akron, was it, or Alden? Yes, they, they filmed in Akron, a lot of the on location yeah. scenes. So is that covered by you guys too? Do you follow him around with people? Not necessarily. Okay. I mean, everyone will start out here. A lot of the times they use Buffalo Film, which is their base camp, and then they go out to location. They rotate the props out every day, but when they're filming on set in the stages, they're, they're here all day, every day. So Paramount has this idea that they want to do a Quiet Place 2. What is that process? Well, Quiet Place 1, too, because a Quiet Place 1 was filmed here as well. So what is the process of them reaching out to you and, like, starting that? They call us. Get a phone call or an email from somebody asking what our stage availability is, and it pretty much just goes from there. Pre- first, they usually come and they scout. Okay. So what John Krasinski was looking for was the steel mills, and that's what brought them to Buffalo. Gotcha. That's insane. It's so it's so small, and I love how down to earth the entire process is. It's like, hey, we want to film a like we just <laughs> want to do a quick movie. It's like, okay. It's like, what are you trying to do? What are you looking for? It's like A, B, and C. It's like, yeah, come down and take a look. And then it becomes this massive 900 people get employed a year, and then two movies are making millions of dollars in the box office, and you're just like, what? Like, that was from an email. That's yeah. insane to rationalize. Good for you guys. Yeah, they, and they, the, they usually start out by reaching out to the, um, the film commissioner's office, and then the film commissioner reaches out to all the different locations, and he helps them. Um, Tim Clark and Rich Wall help them scout all their locations. We help them now as well, too. It's Buffalo. Everybody knows everybody. They tell us, you know, what kind of restaurant they're looking for. I take them to my friend's restaurant. They tell me what kind of house they're looking for. I take them to my friend's house. So um, I rented my parents' house out one time. My father wasn't happy. (laughs) But, you know, they needed a a house with specific traits. And I was like, oh, let's go to my parents' house. But they had like, why are these people here? (laughs) I don't know. They they was helping them out. They needed something. You know, everyone's super helpful in Buffalo. We had Paramount when they first got here. They wanted the parking lot paved, but they wanted it paved on a Sunday. And they didn't want to hear when any of the actors or actresses were here. So I called local businesses in Buffalo, and they helped us out and came down and did it on a Sunday for us. So I think every, and everyone in Buffalo you know, helps to support one another, mm-hmm. too. So whenever I need restaurants, at any of the um, any reservations, any of the restaurants, I can call the owners of the restaurants, and they'll always accommodate. So especially when I tell them who... We're bringing you dinner. Right. You know, they'll make us a special accommodation, so. Yeah, like Guillermo del Toro or Bradley Cooper or something there, like that. There, there was an incident when someone called to get a reservation for Guillermo, and they told them no. And I was like, did you tell them who you were calling for? They're like, well, no, we didn't want to. I'm like, and so I told the owners of the restaurant, they're like, oh, my God, I cannot. You, <laughs> you call me next time that ever happens, because he loves the food here, so he's here quite often. I know he did a podcast recently on Yahoo stating mm. that he wants to buy a place in Buffalo and bring the rest of his productions here. That's he, amazing. He also likes uh, comic books. So he's, he's bit really big into the bookstores and things that Buffalo have, but he loves the architecture the same as everyone else does. The movie Crown Vic that was shot here, it's based all in LA, but it was shot in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So how is the film industry, is there like some involvement with you guys and like studios elsewhere to kind of coordinate things like if if a quiet place has to film in a different area in LA or whatever are you communicating with them at all or not really no not really um 
there's no need, I guess. Yeah, if you know, they, they did some reshoots in New York City during COVID, I believe, on, on the film. So, um, but when they're here, we're, they call us all day, all night mm -hmm. long. So, and, and you said that Buffalo Film, Filmworks is the third or second largest in the, in the state or no, the it, country? No, it, it's, it's Buffalo Filmworks is the large, has a larger soundstage, definitely in the state. We're one of the top five largest in the world. Top five largest in the world, let alone the country. So if anything, you're going to have people reaching out to you saying like, hey, what are you guys doing? Has that conversation happened yeah. where you're like, how did you guys get to that size? What is that conversation like? Um, just a lot of different interviews. I mean, there's a lot of state, there's a lot of um, studios that have a lot of stages. Nobody else has a stage that's 80,000 square feet mm -hmm. that's a clear span and open. That's where they would shoot a Marvel or do street scenes for a movie, a car chase, things like that. There's a large stage in Atlanta, and I guess that there's one in Germany. There's a large one in Toronto, but our new stage four is larger than that. So a lot of the art studios, you know, they'll have like 20 or 30, they'll have a lot of stages, but they don't have any stage that is one stage as large as ours is gonna be when it's finished. And is it, do you say it's gonna be open too? It'll be open in probably July. Okay. We're just finishing up the final touches on it. That's crazy. Who builds that? Is it all union, like local unions? Us. Or Oh, it's in-house. Yes. We, we manage all our own projects ourselves. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what is that like? That's a huge undertaking. Yes. <laughs> my, uh, my one partner, his experience is in demolition and construction, so he knows how to pretty much manage the job and the project, and our employees work on it, and we work with other local companies to, to get it done and source out the work and stuff like that. Is there anything like when you guys bought this building or when you had this building, was there, is there any making sure outside of like building codes of things that because you have so many people coming in here and filming that you have to make sure certain things are structurally sound based off of the certification from New York or something like that? Yes, with permits and yeah, yeah we get permits from the city and, and things like that that are just, you know, no, normal stuff though. Sure. And then when you guys pull the permits, you're the, the licensed contractor on site, so it's, on, it's your responsibility to make sure that all the codes are met, correct? Or is that outsourced, per se? Our architect does all that. Okay. So, and I, my partner works with our architect on that, mm -hmm. and then we work with our construction company as well. So, they do majority of the site work. The architect pulls the permits and makes sure that everything's being done correctly. Yeah. So... I want to get back to the movies because I, I love the fact that Buffalo is finally getting movies and it makes me excited. So the Bradley Cooper movie that was filmed here, we talked about Quiet Place, now Nightmare Alley. Was that the same process where he's just like, I want, it was Guillermo del Toro that kind of initiated that with Main Street and Buffalo and everything, right? Yeah, so that movie was shot in a studio in Toronto, but oh, they okay. did all the locations in Buffalo because he loves the architecture of city of Buffalo. So they used Buffalo Filmworks for their base camp when they were here. They were in and out. So they were here for about maybe like two months as opposed to Quiet Place that was here for eight months. Mm. So they um, used a lot of locals for background actors. And I remember they came here because they needed snow and we ended up not having snow and they had a truck in snow. So and I remember they had trucks in the city shoveling snow out of the back of dump trucks because we had no snow. So <laughs> that's one of the things that you can't control though. So that has to be like from you get, are you like facilitating those conversations that bring snow in or is that all from them? That one? No. Okay. Mm -mm. But normally if maybe they use you as a soundstage, you would be. Yeah. I mean, we help them wherever we can and all the, um, the local politicians are always super helpful and always help in any way they can. Whenever we have a crazy request or something, they always try to help us out and put us in touch with the right people to get the things done. And the, the film commissioner would normally facilitate a lot of that. So since you have such a big soundstage, are you ever reaching out to actors that are, or producers that are thinking about producing a movie and saying, we have this extremely large soundstage that you can use? Is that ever, is that communication ever going on? Yeah, we reach out to line producers a lot um, to follow up to see if they have any projects in the work. If they need studio space, let them know we have space available and when we do have space available. Mm -hmm. Can you speak on the role of the film commissioner? Is there, are there multiple film commissioners or is there just one for like an area? Like there's, just for those that don't know. There's one for an area. So we have Tim Clark and Rich Wall and you know, even Guillermo del Toro said they're the absolute best film commissioner in the world. There's nobody better than Tim Clark and Rich Wall. They do everything and everything for these productions. And 
you know, they work day and night to bring these productions to Buffalo and they do a really great job of selling Buffalo and, you know, getting these people to Buffalo. So they're, they're phenomenal. We wouldn't have this industry in Buffalo without them. They're, they're really great. They, they do a really great job. They're the best salespeople for Buffalo that there is. That's pretty, and you can see it because more and more movies are coming here. I mean, I, what is your perception on the growth of the movie industry in Buffalo? Uh, it's, it's been a little slow this year. There's been a few hiccups with some things. We're hoping that's going to be picked up soon. You know, we were book solid, and then COVID happened. So it's been a little bounce back from COVID. You know, the productions are so expensive now with all the COVID restrictions. But I think as things start to lessen up a little bit and get a little bit more back to normal, everything will start picking up again. Is there a lot of partnership or crossover between Buffalo and Canada in your line of work at all? So they can't. If a film um, films in Canada, when they come to the border, that's where they stop. And then the New York unions pick up. Oh, okay. So they, there's kind of like usually like a ceremony or something they do, and they turn over the keys to the trucks and things like that. So it's different unions. Oh, interesting. That has to be a headache, though, to deal with too, right? I don't deal with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I would assume that that would have to be a headache because just dealing internationally has to be a headache. Yeah. I mean, luckily, Canada's a hop, skip, and a jump. Right. So it's just it's literally a bridge. But I, I didn't know that it was all union-based. Yes. That's really cool to me. It's based on the, the budget side of the, of the film. Once the film gets to a certain budget, it, it's all union. Wow. And there's different unions. You know, there's SAG, which is for the actors. There's IATSE. So there, there, there's all different union-based. You know, there's the Teamsters for the trucks that are being driven. There's a union for the actors, the set painters, the hair and makeup, wardrobe. That's insane. Which, I mean, you know the Teamsters. Everyone knows the Teamsters. That's Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That, that's, like, still going on. That's really cool. Okay. Nice. So, from your standpoint, like, what, what is... You're building this huge studio, but, like, do you have any new movies coming out? I know that we talked a little bit before we started recording about the one behind us. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? So, Bunker is going to be premiering February 24th in theaters. I think it's going to be a limited release in certain theaters across the country. We had the premiere back in October. That movie came to us because one of the producers in the film married a girl from Buffalo. And he's been trying to bring productions back to Buffalo, a really great guy. And we work with him on a, on a lot of productions, and he tries to drive a lot of stuff to us because then he gets to come back home and his kids get to see his grandparents, their grandparents, and things like that. A lot of people that we come in contact with in the film industry have a lot of connections to Buffalo. Yeah. And they're all looking to come back home. Wow. Was there ever anything like this before? There was never a studio before, no. We are the first studio in Buffalo. There's tons in New York City and outside of the city, but never a um, full studio in Buffalo. There's one in Syracuse. Uh, there's also that school. It's called American High. They do a lot of the high school movies there that you see in the movies. Oh, okay. Hmm. So that's an actual high school that they film in? It's a high school that someone bought and turned into a soundstage. So it's a qualified soundstage. So they do a lot of the, the um, high school movies there because then they don't have to you know, recreate a high school. It's all there, which helps the productions to save a lot of money if you can already provide these civic locations. Like if you look at a lot of the sound stages in New York City, they own a lot of other properties that they use for the location shootings, like a hospital or a prison or, or things like that. Man, that's crazy. There's a lot of high school shows too. Like yeah, a ton. Things filmed in high school, that makes so much sense. Yeah. To actually just own it instead of building it every time. Mm -hmm. And that's in Syracuse, you said? Yes. Do you know where in Syracuse or no? Okay, no. gotcha. That's really cool. That's really sweet. So yeah. would there ever be a situation where you guys would build a permanent set? Do you have permanent sets here? We do not currently, but we would, yes. Yeah. If we needed to be, you know, like a city skyline or something like that in a back lot. Oh, that'd or... be cool. We have lots of props and stuff that lots of movies leave over and bunch of stuff that's starting to build up and things like that but that's really sweet that's a good point how much leftover and or in general how much is reusable per se from movie to movie a lot is leftover really they leave a lot of stuff it, do you do you consider it waste then from like a budget standpoint of oh this movie is worth you know it costs this much to make do you consider it waste or do you have like your own personal OCD with it no they they usually find ways to um, donate things back to the community. So on A Quiet Place, Emily Blunt's wardrobe, they donated to a women's children's shelter. Mm. 
they they do a lot of things like that, trying to give back to the local communities and when, when they film in different cities. It's super nice. So speaking of local communities and giving back, you also are a part of, outside of Buffalo Filmworks, you're a part of a bunch of different boards. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. I'm a member of the board of the Hunter Club of Buffalo, which helps to support um, injured firemen and first responders and police officers that get injured in the light of duty. Uh, we do events throughout the year to raise money, and we do a scholarship every year, too, as well, for uh, children of first responders. I'm a member of the board of the Buffalo Explorers Foundation, which helps to familiarize children in the city with police officers and what they do, and they you know, kind of have um, they do a program every year to try to get them interested in police and law enforcement. Then I'm also invo involved with um, Live Like Luca, which helps to um, raise money in a little boy's memory to help support um, sp athletic sports for underprivileged neighborhoods and children. How did you get involved with all those? Just Is that something that you've always been passionate about? So the 100 Club of Buffalo, my father has always been a member and he's been a director on the board there. And then when I got older, I, you know, Harry, I was already going to all the meetings with mm -hmm. them anyways. I was always going to the heroes dinner. So I automatically became part of their board. And then one of my friends. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Her husband won the Hero Award. He was a fire, uh, police officer who got injured on the job. I became good friends with her. I got her to join the board. Um, her, she started the Buffalo Explorers. So she asked me to be on the board of the Buffalo Explorers. And then um, my friends started the Live Like Luca Foundation. Mm -hmm. And I had helped them out a few times. And they asked me to get involved in the board. And it's just um, a lot of common similarities and just with fundraising and getting businesses for donations and things like that. And, you know, I helped um, the Luca Foundation likes to uh, give back to for sports and athletics for kids in underprivileged areas. And they have a golf tournament every summer. So I got a bunch of kids through the Buffalo Explorers Foundation mm. who's in their program through the golf tournament. So I think they had the best time ever. That's so awesome. One of the kids lost their phone on the golf course. So I had to have everybody at the location where the Galterman was looking for this poor kid's cell phone. <laughs> but we found it. I'm like, ah, out of all the places, it was a it's huge golf course. Yeah. But they found it. So Especially the way I play. When you're going to one side of the fairway to the other, <laughs> yeah. you're going to lose it, and you're going to spend an hour trying to find it. But it was great. The, the kids who played in it had a really great time. Um, you know, They said they would never have gotten a chance to mm -hmm. go golfing for the day, and so they had a wonderful time, and they really had a lot of fun. Now, on sets, do you ever let people, like, like you're talking about bringing kids into the golf tournaments or everything like that. Is there ever any opportunity for people to watch a film being produced? Not during COVID. Okay. Not until the restrictions get uh, let up a little bit. So from your aspect, COVID restrictions are still on? They are in the film world. Oh, okay. Yes. They're still testing. There's still there's masks on set. There's still a lot of requirements. We work a lot with, um, with Buffalo State. They have a film program. Um, Buffalo State's really been really great, and they're huge too in promoting in promoting us and the people over there at Buffalo State. We've been trying to do an internship program with the kids. Kind of got set back a little bit because of COVID, but um, Villa Maria has a training course <coughs> that they they do here to um, teach people in electric and grip to get started in the industry, and we allow them to to use our facility to help to um, train the oh, up-and-coming crew base. So in Buffalo State, we let the kids, um, we have no one here, we let, we let the students um, use the stages to film. Like they did a capsule project 
for the one year. We let them use the stages so they could use an actual stage and things like that. So That's pretty crazy. I didn't know that the restrictions were still going on. That has to be, again, another headache for you. Are, do you just always have headaches? Because I feel like I've said that three times today Sometimes. just because there's so much <laughs> there's just so much going on. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the restrictions have let up a lot. But um, before there was testing every day and now there's testing once a week and it doesn't have to be PCR always has to be rapid. Mm -hmm. And basically there's different, there's different groups in the productions and it's all dependent on how close you are to the actor and actress. Because if someone tests positive for COVID, it shuts the production down and that's a huge expense. Sure. So, but they, they still have to wear masks and all that as well. So before that, the kids or people were able to come and watch film being filmed or not really? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I would try to get people in, but it was, it was a lot easier for getting interns in for um, productions and things like that. I like to get Buff State involved as, as much mm -hmm. as I can so the kids can get actual hands-on experience. But most of the producers that come, they're, they're pretty good and they're pretty, um, they, they allow that and they love having the kids there to learn and actually get to work on a real film. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Good for you guys. I mean, there's a lot of... Um, like commingling and just community work as a whole, which is really cool to see because there's a lot of people that once they graduate high school, they have no clue how to even stay in, like on that course because you, you do like one or two plays in high school and you're just like, I, I made it big time. And then you have no other way to get back in. So it's neat that there's, I mean, you just named two different colleges. One One's now university because they changed their name, but it's really cool that that's an actual path that someone can take and then branch out and then everyone's, realistically bringing it back as much as possible to Buffalo. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. Yeah, and there's been a lot of people that have graduated from Buff State, too, that have come back to town and things like that and have showcased film works and everything that's going on here, too. So everyone somewhere, somehow, usually has some strange connection to mm -hmm. Buffalo, one way or another. Yeah, that's cool. And it's nice that people are bringing it back. Who has been the best to work with? Like, what production was the best to work with, in your opinion? Not to put you on the spot. But. She's, she's going to say all of them. <laughs> she has to. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Probably maybe Bunker because we are executive producers on it, so I was kind of working with myself as well. So. Oh, nice. But they're all, each production kind of brings their own things. And I've made so many new friends on all of these movies. I have friends now that live in L.A. I stay at their house when I go out there. The one family, their son acted on a film, you know, I was what the line producer from A Quiet Place. He's an executive producer on Billions. And I was like, oh, you got a promotion. You know, they're, it, it, it's as big as the world seems, it's actually really small, the people that are, that are in it. Sure. So we've made, um, made a lot of great friends with, with a lot of people. Have there, you don't have to say names, but have there ever been any actors that just don't want to work with the production studio at all, like just are not very happy? Um. People were not excited sometimes to be in Buffalo. Sure. But I, I once mean, that's fair. Once they got here and experienced it, they, they loved it. They said they've never seen a community that worked so hard to help them and do so much for them. So they're, mm. the people that did have those impressions, their impressions changed drastically. Oh, that's good. It's good to hear. So obviously John was here. Everybody freaked out when he was here, John mm -hmm. Krasinski. And everyone was like running. I mean, you were saying that he had to get like basically a different parking space because there was just too many people trying to say hi to him in the morning. It was obnoxious. Yes. So how was working with him? Because I've only heard good things about him, but like from your aspect, how was working with him? He was super nice, super kind, friendly to everybody. He said good morning to every single person on set. He was a really nice guy. Really nice. He had, well, you know, they obviously have catering and stuff and he would bring in different food trucks from all, um, different local vendors and businesses here in Buffalo. Um, Real nice guy. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, you're good. No, you're good. That's that's super cool to hear because everybody admires him. Like he's just an idol to everybody our age. Yeah, he's just he's just really nice, normal guy. Very tall. Very tall. <laughs> very tall. Very very nice. Very kind. One day, um, somebody was picking up a piece of equipment. They didn't lock it upright, and the piece of equipment rolled off the back of the truck and hit a fire pole, or an electric pole. So then, of course, you know. The fire department down the street showed up, and he gave everybody a tour. You know, they, oh, really? he, at first he was like, "What happened to my power? The power is out." We're like, "We you know, the machine hit the pole." 
But then when the fire truck showed up, and they're like, oh, what are you guys doing here? And he was so nice to show everybody around, and um, he, he did that a lot. Just gave tours? Yeah, if, if, any, if anyone, um, any of the politicians would come down because they wanted to see, you know, how the tax credit benefits the community, he mm -hmm. would take time to talk to everybody and show them around and stuff like that. He was a producer, so, which is insane to think about because what, there's so many things happening and it's technically like you're in charge of all of it. Can you speak to that role at all of like what a producer does and what that actually looks like from, from behind the scenes? Because we just see their name. They basically, I mean, an executive producer, majority, a lot of the time it means that they put money into the film. You know, they, they're invested into it. Uh, they, they basically, though, oversee everything from the set construction to where they're shooting to the lighting to the actors. They, they, they basically control the whole entire film and how it's done. That's insane. There's just so much. There's just so Like, we were talking, I was texting him yesterday because of the Super Bowl, and we were watching a commercial for um, Doritos. Mm -hmm. And you're just looking at what they're filming and how much money had to go into filming that. Yeah. And that there's, pro there's definitely an executive com producer for commercials, right? Yeah. That's well, yeah, insane. there's a producer. I mean, the the most impressive thing of the Super Bowl was not the um, was not the halftime show. Was the production quality of the show? Those lifts and everything. All the crew members that went in to rigging all of that, it, it had to be hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds. It's just a lot of very highly skilled, talented people. And she wasn't just like seven feet from the field. Yeah. I mean, she was like 80 to 100, it, it looked anyways, but it must have been 80 to 100 feet off the ground while pregnant. I mean, that's just savagery. <laughs> like, good for her. Yeah, there. I mean, that production had it, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of highly skilled, qualified people who did that. I mean, they're, I think they're the main stars of what went on with that show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing she did that pregnant, but the crew that built that set and did those rigors and everything, that's it was pretty amazing. And they take into account, like, the Skycam, there's the now famous shot of it going over the platforms, and it's in line with everything, and it didn't hit any of the other lines to keep the platforms elevated in the sky. Like, that was insane, too, because the Skynet is, is hooked up all across the, the actual yeah. stadium, and it's mm -hmm. attached to the actual stadium. So then to have platforms interworked with all those other wires and nothing go wrong, it's just ridiculous to think about. Good for them. Yeah, the amount of talent that went into pulling that off was astronomical. So much planning. Oh, yeah. And so much money. Oh, yeah. A lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> it w was The Quiet Place 2 the biggest production from a mo money standpoint that Buffalo Filmworks have done with? I think the movie Cabrini, which is going to be coming out soon, um, ended up being more. I'm not 100% positive, but it was either more or at the exact same level. Gotcha. That's crazy. Nice job. Yeah. So obviously we can't get into specifics on anything coming out except for Cabrini. Is there anything else that you can say about other movies coming down or is it all kind of going to be announced soon? Um, Bunkers released that they're, they're coming out in two weeks. Cabrini doesn't have a release date yet. It, it should be soon. The trailer looks amazing. It was, you know, really, really well done. It's mm -hmm. really beautiful, really beautifully done. And that was all done in here, all done in Buffalo. But then they went to, um, they went to Italy to do some other scenes, but they, um, I don't know which other ones yet. I don't know. Are, is there films being filmed right now? Um, the, no. No? Nothing right now. Okay. Come March, April, so we'll start to get busy again. Everyone basically goes home for the holidays. And then um, set construction will start March, April. There's, there's a lot of talk. I've been communicating with a lot of producers recently in regards, especially since the, um, the governor made some really wonderful changes to the tax credit. You know, she increased the tax credit, brought back the 5% that we had um, lost a couple years ago, and she also increased the cap on the budget, too. So that's been drawing a lot of attention. Oh, okay. Good. That, that'll bring a lot of film and productions here. Can you film more than one movie or help more than one movie at a time? Mm -hmm. Yes. We did three at one time. Three. Jeez. How many There's, stages are there total? We have four. Four? Okay. So we had two filming in the studio and then one using us as um, base camp that were filming all on location. So, but they were, one would complain that the other one was eating their craft services and it was just like. It's were, a weird problem to have. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> competing with like one another. It was, it was bizarre. Wow. Interesting. 
Where can people follow Buffalo Filmworks? Uh, we have a Facebook page, Instagram page, Twitter page. I don't put too much on the Twitter, but I don't understand Twitter all that much. Yeah. That's I mean, weird. I don't blame you. It's very strange. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I try to, so. But I, I do the Instagram, Facebook, and share articles and pictures sometimes and things like that. I can't really share much about what's going on when it is going on, but after the fact, I can. Yeah, that makes sense. So what about casting calls or anything like that? If people were wanting to be an extra in a film or anything, does that go through you guys too? No. So there's there's two companies now, though, in Buffalo that do that. Um, so I do share their Facebook um, announcements and stuff like that on our Facebook page when they are doing local hires. Mm-hmm. We now have a camera company here um, on location, Buffalo Camera. They came in from Philadelphia. There is also um, Buffalo Expendables, which is an expendable store that um, sells things that are needed on movies, little knick-knack things that they mm-hmm. need for like electric and grip and stuff like that. <coughs> so there's a whole uh, whole new slew of businesses that have started because wow. of the film industries here in Buffalo. That's awesome. What about like anyone that wants to be a backup at, or like? What are they called? Background actors? Background actors? Back, yeah. Extra? Yeah, extras. We, we don't hire them. It's all through the production. Oh, okay. Gotcha. We don't have anything to do with that. They have a specific look that they're usually looking for, and then they hire the local casting companies to um, help them fill gotcha. those roles. Man, that's wild. That's crazy. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, I think the movie Cabrini that shot here two summers ago, they had over a 1,000 extras. Jeez. That was all done by a local Buffalo company. I wonder how many people... Requested to be an extra for it, though. A lot. If they select, yeah. If they select, a lot. if they select a thousand, it's probably fifteen thousand. They're they're not used to it. You know, New York and LA people get bothered by it. Here, you do a casting call, thousands of people show up. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a lot of people. I'm sure I I did submit one for uh, the Nightmare Alley. How'd that go? Who's looking? For, obviously, I'm famous now. Um, <laughs> no, they were looking for an Italian guy with a beard. I'm like, this is perfect. This is if there was one role that I would be able to do, it would be this one. Didn't hear back. They were looking for Italian people too for Cabrini. So, oh, missed that one. See, I could have been famous. They're they're so they had so many extras. It was yeah, it was a lot. No one wants the Irish to show up, huh? Yeah, <laughs> no, unbelievable. Everything. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like, is that water? It's not strong enough. <laughs> Well, anything else that we didn't touch on about Buffalo Filmworks that you'd you'd like to hit on before we close out? No, no. I, don't know. I talk about it so much lately. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Well, I mean, I just I think that it's still obviously very new for mm-hmm. everybody in yes. Buffalo, and it's it's got to be fun to talk about, but also exhausting because there's only so much you can share, really, yeah. when it comes yes. down to films being filmed and everything like that. Yeah, and it's you know I think um, the city of Buffalo and the people in Buffalo help the film industry to be so successful here because of how um, opening they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they bend over backwards. You know, I mean, they shut down the Grand Island Bridge. You <laughs> couldn't leave Grand Island for nine hours. <laughs> Can't do that in our places. And just like you said, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they shut down the 33. Try to do that in New York City or L.A. Right. You're going to have a lot of pushback. And, you know, here, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, let's figure out what we can do to make this happen. So It's nice, too, because in Buffalo, there's so many road outside of, like, the the Grand Island Bridge, because then you're yeah. literally stuck. But like with the 33, it's like whatever, dude. I'll just go left. Yeah. Like I don't have to take the 33. Whereas in other cities, it's it's a main artery, and you literally can't shut that down. Yeah, and it's, it's also so it's much difficult. It's very difficult to shoot in our cities too. Like when you shoot on location in New York City, that requires shutting down eight different streets. Mm-hmm. You know, 20 different permits. You know, 20 different politicians you got to reach out sure. to. You know, here everyone's <laughs> just so friendly and. Yeah, you call up John. They're, like, they're just they're, they're, they're also accommodating, you know. And it's like they'll drive down the street, like, do you know who owns that building? I was like, oh yeah, it's you know, it's so I can call them. We can you know, you can go in there and shoot. You know, you want you need a restaurant, you need dinner reservations. What, what do you need? So yeah. we we are a lot more concierge service in other studios too. You know, typically the studio owners is not there on set every day answering your phone calls and you know go to dinner with you and things like sure. that. But we, we do that here. So I just like the people. You know, it's nice to see them and. It's nice when everyone's here working. It's <laughs> and plus all the people that come in from out of town that you get to meet and make new friendships that you never would have met before. Yeah, that's really yeah, it's got to be fun for you. Yeah, it's it's fun seeing everyone's names in the credits too. It's like I know that person. I know that person. So that's kind of exciting. There was a movie I worked on. It was a small film, and I did a lot for them. And 
the executive producer, one of the producers, she ended up winning an Oscar oh, for wow. the movie Nomadland. So, and I was like, oh my God, I know her. <laughs> you know, like, that's so cool. And like, I text her, I was like, congratulations. She's like, I know, it's so unreal, isn't it? That's so sweet. So, yeah, it, it's nice. You know, when you, you put that time and effort in with those people. And I mean, I spent days driving them all over Buffalo and they remember stuff like that and they'll come back with a bigger film. You know, now mm. they won an Oscar, so. Right. Sure. Like Jonathan Sanger, he's been here a bunch of times. He was here last summer as well on um, Cabrini. He's looking to come back, and you know, a lot of people are looking to come back, mm -hmm. but he's an Oscar winner too that loves Buffalo. Just like Guillermo del Toro is an Oscar winner, loves Buffalo. Just They, they love the fact that there's so many seasons here and the different architecture. You can do so many different things with the architecture here. Mm -hmm. You know, with going out into the lake, going into the city, going to the art museums, things like that. I think Night Morelli um, filmed at the Keppel's Museum and things like that. So there's a lot of great architecture here that Buffalo has to offer as well. It's cool hearing that the compliments from them too, because we we feel that every day. Like we obviously from Buffalo, you're always like, this place is sweet. This is the best place ever. But we always think that maybe it's just us talking about it. So it's cool to have them say how awesome this place and how friendly everyone here is as well, which is, it's cool to hear from you. Yeah, my, I have a friend who lives out of town and I bought her a Buffalo Bills sweatshirt for Christmas because we're going to the Super Bowl one day. And um, so I got her all this stuff because I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl this year, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. And she uh, lives in Florida and she says when she walks to get her coffee in the morning every day, Everyone comes up to her and was like, go Bills, go Bills, and like high fives her. She's like, I'm just going to start wearing this Buffalo Bills shirt so I can make friends. Right. She's like, everybody is so nice. She's like, all these people come up to me and they're like, are you from Buffalo? And she's like, no, my friend is. She sent me the sweatshirt. She's like, but she's like so many, she's like, I'll just be drinking a coffee. And someone comes up to me and is like, go Bills, and just starts like talking to me. She's like, they're so nice. Yeah. She's like, I can make so many friends just wearing this sweatshirt. She's like, I'm going to start doing it. Yeah, but anywhere you go, I went to the Army-Navy game. I had my Buffalo Bills um, hat on. Everyone there, it was in Philadelphia, was coming up saying, go Bills. I was walking around my parents' condo in Florida a couple weeks ago. I have someone hollered over. is like, is that a Bills hat? Where are you from? I'm like, Buffalo. We're like, we're from Hamburg. I'm like, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> so you just meet tons of people, and it's, you know, it's, it's really a great community of yeah. people. And it's nice to have people that help one another, too. For sure. And work with one another to support one another. So it, it only works with the films if the whole entire community is behind it. You know, I think a lot of places in LA and New York get very frustrated with it because they're so used to it. I mean, here it, it literally changes people's lives, mm -hmm. the jobs that it creates, the money that it puts into the local economy. And everybody sees that and supports it, and everyone wants to help everybody. So it, it's, it's really nice. That's probably one of the best things for them about filming here. Sure. Is everybody is, is just so kind and you know, on, on locations, and people don't bother them. They all come there to see it, and, you know, I go down to get the craft services, <laughs> find out what time lunch is. But, um, but yeah, they're all, they're all great, and everybody, by the time they leave, absolutely loves it here, and especially, like, the lake and things like that. You can't beat mm -hmm. stuff like that in the summertime. You know, John Krasinski was saying that it was the most beautiful sunset he's ever seen. I'm like, oh, have you been anywhere else? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I mean, our sunsets are pretty great, but, like, right. the most beautiful you've ever seen in the world? And they're, they're pretty cool, though, and in the summertime, especially on the lake. And they, you know, he yeah. said he loved watching the sunset every day. That's sweet. What a bro. I know, right? Jeez. I mean, I, just, I don't know. The dude's definitely been to Greece. So if Buffalo sunsets are better than Greece, <laughs> then I might have to send him a DM and just be like, take it back. Like, let's, <laughs> let's okay. tone it down. But you, there, there are so many people that have filmed here that all talk so greatly. I mean, Guillermo del Toro talks about Buffalo all the time. He's not from mm -hmm. here. He lives in Toronto. You know, he, he loves, he'll just show up in Buffalo sometimes. He, he loves it here. You know, he loves the food, the stores, just loves everything about it. There's so many people that come here. I was at the Eden Corn Festival the other summer, and one of the heads of the unions ran in at the Corn Festival. I was like, what are you doing here? How'd you get here? He's like, you told me to come. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think you were going to come eat <laughs> corn. And he's like, well, it's really good. And he brought his wife, who was visiting from New York City. And they, I'm like, I... This is so fun. You guys are at the Eating Corn Festival. It's a cult following for the Corn Festival, yeah. though. Well, it's yeah. so good. I mean, it is. But I yeah, the it's... The corn's, like, amazing. Yeah, it's <laughs> butter. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It, I'm just like, I'm like, you guys going to eat corn in the middle of a field? <laughs> and they're like, he's like, yeah, you told me to. I'm like, you trust my word on food that much? Like, he's like, yeah, it was really good. And, you know, they go to the... You see, I see him at the Erie County Fair, stuff like that. So they, they go out to all the local places. Mm -hmm. they, they love it, so... Can't really do that in New York City. Yeah. yeah no. Also, can't get corn like that. That corn is so good. Correct. 
It, it's phenomenal. It's like, awesome. Yeah, and then he, the one, um, one of the people on one of the films were like, I didn't know you could deep fry so much stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're known for. <laughs> yeah, I think they went to the Erie County Fair, and, you know, they, um, one of these, a bunch of other line producers were in town scouting locations, and they were going to go out for wings, and I'm like, oh, no, that's not where yeah, we're here for wings. So I, I told him like all like the local spots to start going to, and I introduced them to like Beef on Whack and mm-hmm. Loganberry. I actually threw. Um, I'll do whatever they ask me to do, but one of the productions I threw their wrap party, so I had the whole entire menu all Buffalo Foods, and they loved it. That's yeah, sweet. I mean you can't. You feel horrendous the next day, but <laughs> yeah. in yeah. the moment, it's all soul food. It's yeah, good for you. Yeah, the chicken wings are so good. Yeah. But yeah, the one um, producer was like, you gave me my first beef on wick. I'll never forget it. It was so good. I was like, I can't believe you guys have never had beef on wick before. But they, they never had it. They never even heard of it. But they loved it so much, and I, I, planned, yeah, I planned the whole wrap party for them, and it was, all, it was all just buffalo foods. That's awesome. Well, thank you for everything that you've done, because, I mean, without you, what would we have for a production studio, you know, like a sound studio. Yeah, That's and it. you know, and now there's more coming, so it's... Oh, know, is there? The, um, there? There's a studio being built on Niagara Street that's coming up, and there's talks of other places, so I think everyone else is starting to see um, how great Buffalo is for filming and how film-friendly we are, so... That's awesome. Well, thank you for everything that you've done. Thanks for bringing John here and letting him understand how great our city is. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I just appreciate your time, so thanks so much. Of As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.